0: Morning, welcome to the Back Porch conjure. I am Ifa Bale. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a chair, sit right here, get a pillow, grab you something to drink, some tea, some water, some coffee, hell, something cold, something hot. It's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I've had conversations for the past few days. Conversations that should have been had maybe years ago i've had people hit me up and write me randomly and share their stories and all of that and i'm forever grateful i really am because i i learn as i learn as i go and i started you know doing the shadow work it's not easy it ain't built for the weak You got to really want to change your life when you start doing shadow work. At first, I was all against it because my uneducated ass was like, please, I'm crowned. I don't need that. (laughs) Until I started researching and seeing because I'm not that person where somebody can tell me, oh, don't do that. That's a waste of time. No, bitch, you didn't do it. Let me go and see what this is all about. I don't follow trends. I just want to see. Maybe it might be useful for someone that might be going through something. So, yeah, I might be late to the party. Oh, my God, if I bail, you should have been learning that. No, I learned it when it was need be, not when you thought it was. So, I started. I started. Educate myself on what shadow work was I needed to see the ins and out. started watching and following and reading up And then I seen where You're going back to the beginning the essence of Why it all started the majority of shit that we are going through started in our childhood with the people that raised us So I had to go all the way back Unpacked some bags that I thought were buried or healed when they weren't. And I had to deal with some shit. And it made me now piece all of why. Why I don't like this. Or why this is triggering. Or why this shit right here don't sit well. Or why I'm so aggressive when it comes to things like that. And why this. It, it gives answers to your why. It give answers to your whys. But it also makes you a part of the healing process because it all starts with you. Now, I played that song, Money, because we all want it. We all want to respect it and we all front like we got it. and We got it all together until the truth only comes out two ways. When the motherfucker lose everything or when you die. Then they know your financial status, as it has been shown over and over again. We can walk that walk and talk that talk until shit hit the fan. Now it's, they have shit. They lied. Oh, my God. Majority of people don't even have life insurance. They don't. They got to do GoFundMes. Majority of people don't have their financial affairs in order. Why? Well, a few of it the, is a lot of reasons, but majority of it is consistency. We don't like hanging on to anything. We'll do it because it's the challenge, it's the new wave, it's this, and then we stop. We stop. We go and start poking over in somebody else's lane instead of perfecting ours, making sure that the maintenance is up, capping, making sure we, we take care of our lane. We we ain't got time for that. We too busy nosy and On other shit. Because we ignoring the shit we got to do. Right? So. I had to learn. As doing shadow work. My relationship with money. And why. You know. It irks me. Let me tell you what irks me. It irks me. That. People know they owe you. But they find other ways. Of not paying you. That shit irks me. But guess what? I was doing the same thing. I was doing the same fucking thing. So, of course, the reflection is going to be hurtful because I'm seeing myself. I made, and the smallest thing to you is the biggest thing to someone else. So, I remember, right? I wasn't crowned. I wanted to learn how to dance, you know, for the Santos. Tony and Maya did a class. Six weeks. I sat in my shop and I said, I'm going to take this class for six weeks. No matter what, I'm gonna see this through. I'm gonna invest in me. I am going to see it through no matter what happens, I'm gonna show up. I made this pack with spirit and myself. Well, let's say God, right? And everybody else was laughing, like, you know, you're so crazy. Because I never saw anything through to the end. And I knew if I can do this one little thing, that there was hope, that I know I can accomplish so many things. Just one little thing, one random thing. But it was six weeks. The first week, it was packed. Everybody was there. The second week, you know, packed. Everybody was there. Third week, wasn't that many people. But I was there. And I remember on the fourth or fifth week, I was like, I'm not going. No, you know, I'm not going. Right? I was trying to talk myself out of it. And to me, I thought it was like about 6. I was like, yeah, it starts at 6. By the time I get out there, it's going to be over. Child, it was only 1 o'clock. I said, fuck it. Let me go. And I believe that was the best class that I went to. Where I really felt it. That was the day I met the Capoeira people that was also in the building. Like, it was so beautiful. And I worked the fuck out. Right? And I was so happy. Then on the fifth week. Okay. Then on the sixth week of graduation. Everybody else. I didn't know how they felt. I knew how I felt. I knew that I accomplished something. I put my mind to it, I paid for it, and I did it. Now, did I get backlash from people? Yeah, oh my God, you took the class and you still don't know how to dance? It wasn't about the dance. It was the commitment that I honored. It was the belief that I could finish something. It was completion, it was consistency, it was discipline. Not once did Tony have to come to me and say, hey, you know, you owe me. That right there, I always think is the worst of the worst. Ibae, my godfather, before he passed, he used to always say, that's the worst for me, D. Is calling people and reminding them, hey, you know, because you want to. Now, this is the part where people get angry with you, right? People do. People get angry. They get in their fucking feelings. If I set up a payment plan or if I set up something, it's because I also have books that I have to take care of. It is also things. And if I'm showing up, then I expect you to show up. If you're paying me for a service now, if said service is not what you signed up for, then let's cut ties and go on about your way. You pay for my time. I pay to make sure I showed up in a decent amount. I shared my knowledge, and we moved on. But you'll have people that will... You'll honor them, right? You'll honor them. And you'll say, hey, you know, pay me on this amount, okay. And people will just be like, okay, it's communication. But my godfather was the one that taught me this valuable lesson. Don't sign up for something if you know you can't follow through. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because a bad name travels fast, and you don't like to leave a bad taste in people's mouth. There was a second incident where Efi Seaway had an Efi class. It was free, but you donated for a whole year. I went. I went for a whole year, and I'm forever grateful. For a Sunday to take that time. And sometimes I took cabs. Sometimes I took. You know some people drove me. Or sometimes I got on the train. Or sometimes I walked. And it was well worth it. Because I would talk to other people. And bring them. And it was worth it. It was. It was worth it on every level. It was worth it. And not once did she had to come to me. And say hey. If I bail. But what I learned was. To even go into her class, do the work, pay for said service, and walk away feeling fulfilled on it and blessed, because you paid for what you have, be it donation based or not. You paid for it. You paid for it. And you invested, right? Excuse me. You invested in your your growth, right? So if I see way, and I love her for that. She was like, when you're doing transactions and things like that. Remember, this person also has things to be accounted for and they're showing up. They're showing up. They're sharing. She would come. There could have been a million fucking things for her to do on a Sunday. But guess what? She showed up. She made sure she was there. She made sure that she took care of everything that needed to be taken care of. And she she made sure that Um, you got the knowledge as well as the recordings of Chief Upola and the book of learning, understanding the book. Like, she shared all of her experience and knowledge with us. And in the process, she accepted all of our experience and knowledge that we had to offer in this room as well as the people that hosted us. So we get all offended when it comes to... So then she offered a class on how to throw OB and bitter cola. And I I wanted it so bad. I'm talking about I was like, "Yo, I sit in rooms and I don't be knowing what the fuck be going on. I don't need to to throw it. I need to understand it so my godkids and whoever else comes after me can notice. I need this information." So when I went and I spoke to my godfather, he said, "No, go." And I paid her. I had the money right then and there. I paid her. I said, "Here. Yeah, I want to be a part of it." And she was like, okay, show up on this day. We had the prayers, the songs. And I would, you know, send her pictures of how I was doing it. And it was so, it was so amazing when I started I would send it to my godfather. I would send it to everybody. Like, oh, the energy for this week. You know, if you have a question, should you go here? Should you go there? Let's ask SU. Let's ask a Lego. Let's ask a ruler. Like, I was so into it. And my godfather would laugh and be like, girl, girl, but thank you. You know, and it stopped him from a lot of things, of doing a lot of things. He was like, "Nah, I ain't gonna do it. My God, doing the cash for this weekend." She said, "Nah," and he'll turn around and be like, "Yo, that's how. That's what happened. I'm happy I didn't go." You know, so I was so with that new energy. And the one thing that all of them kept on saying is, "Continue that. You're on a good road. Continue that. Continue that. Don't stop. Continue that." So whenever there's something that I am doing. And I'm investing. I'm going to make sure I pay. Now, like I said, the shadow work. There's two people. Because I, I, I don't sugarcoat shit. Because you can't learn if I give you all the blessings and not the dark part. So there's two people. I had a good, good girlfriend. She still is my good, good girlfriend. Her name is Rachel. This was years ago. I needed to get to New York. And I had the money, I didn't have it on a card. And she put the money. She paid for. I had the money. I had the money in my hand. And she paid for the tickets of me getting, you know, to New York. Me and my two daughters. Right. Came up to six hundred dollars. Now y'all may say, "Oh, Ephraim Bell, that's fucked up." And I just I, every time I had the money, my intention was, "Hey, Rach, here's your money." But as time went on, I became embarrassed. I became sad. I became angry. Not with her. Because she did what a friend was supposed to do. I became bitter and angry with myself. And I became hurt. I became where I I standoffish. I didn't want to be online. I didn't want to see her. I didn't want to talk to her. Because I owed her $600. And I was embarrassed. Until this day, I still owe her. Not not good. been years, years. I lived in Atlanta for 20 years. I want to say my mother was still, no, my mother was passed. So it has to be maybe about 12 years for real or longer, maybe a little longer. She never came to me and said, Hey bitch, where's my money? She never said, Hey, I need this. She had death in her family. Her father died, all of that. And she still reached out. She's still, when my kids are saying something, she still. She has never got online and was like, yeah, this bitch owe me. And it still hurts with guilt. Right? So, I said, before my birthday of April, I need to stop paying these two people that I, that helped me. Even in the midst of my storm. Because they didn't do anything wrong. But I don't want a karmic debt that I know I owe. Right? I can't tell y'all to fix your finances and do shit if I'm not doing it. And then my business partner, Wynn. Uh, let me tell you about Wynn. Wynn saved my life twice. Twice this young man saved my life. Wynn came when I went to go and get my first reading of a ruler. Right? And they told me I need to receive Kofi. I didn't know what Kofi was. So they broke it down to me, and it was $1,200. I had six. I had 600. That's all I had. And a ruler said, someone's going to give it to me. So I'm thinking my family's going to give it to me. I'm going all them, all the motherfuckers turn me down. You homeless bitch, you trying to get co-fired. What, what? is that? You crazy. Oh, you stupid. But I still, I didn't give up. So I was sitting there talking to a good girlfriend of mine named Jay. And not knowing that people listen. The next day when he came, he said, yo, you believe that? I said, what? He said, the shit you was talking to, Jay. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. He said, here. Yeah. And he gave me $700. I said, Joe, this is the first thing that came out of my mouth, and I ain't even gonna lie. I said, Joe, I ain't fucking you. He said, I don't, don't want to sleep with your cuckoo ass. He said, but I want you to know there's good people in the world. And I took that money, and whatever few readings I had that day, and rent my ass out to the Bronx, paid for my service, so I can get it done. Then the ruler said, you're going to get your own shop. You need to move, you know, because you you have so many people you want to touch. So, Wynn said, you want your own store? I said, man, more than anything. He saw the tenacity. He saw my dedication. He saw me moving. He saw me doing moves and making moves. He saw all of that. He took $1,800 and paid for me to get a shop. $1,800. So I can get a shop, he said. Make sure you take care of it. But my health and everything was killing me. And then you know I had counsel from people that didn't own a shop, so I wound up closing it. I owe him eighteen hundred. I owe you, uh, Rachel, six and these people have not got online to say yeah this bitch did this and she owed me they still give me praise they still give me love they still give me and i didn't run now don't get it wrong i didn't run i didn't run from my responsibility but after a while you get you get so hurt and so embarrassed of the the things you do That you, you, the only one you're really mad at is yourself. Right? And I did. Cause Wynne never disrespected me. Wynn never turned his back on me. When I would see him, he didn't curse me out. He didn't say, bitch, you know, I wanna hurt you or nothing like that. I give him light love, and I just made poor choices because financially we all wanna start a company. We all want to get out here and invest in ourselves, but we make fucked up choices. We do things so fucked up financially that we hope that people will understand. And when we get it back together, we start righting our wrongs. I offer classes. And to some people, I'm like, yo, you know, pay me when you get it. And I see these same people partying, going on trips and all that. And I'm like, wow but i have to take a note of those people that i just they didn't you know i didn't diss them but in a way i did i didn't they didn't curse me out so i'm not here to curse no one out but i know that i'm in a financial fucking box because i didn't pay them so i do have a comic day because i didn't pay those two people that helped me They didn't hurt me. They didn't dog me out. They helped me when I needed it and no one else could do it. They stepped in. And guess what? They didn't lose their blessing. Real talk. They didn't lose their blessing. They got blessed even more. We got a better store. Rachel life is amazing. So they didn't lose out. I was the one that lost out. But I'm so grateful that I still have access that I can go and pay off what I owe. It's not always peaches and cream when you're healing. That's why I say shadow work? That shit is real. It's real. Y'all can say what y'all want. This shit is real. We do. We have. We get in this fucking mode where, oh my God, fuck that. They didn't. We want to make them into the villain when in reality, we are the villain. I'm the villain. I will stand up. That's why I tell people, don't look at me like I'm a fucking mentor or savior. No, I fuck up. I'm human. I'm human. I'm going to fuck up. And it takes a lot to have people see you under a magnifying glass and talk about you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I did. At one time, I did. I was making fucked up financial choices. Man, I touched more money than the Lord allowed. And instead, I was helping everybody else, making sure they're good. And when I needed it, nobody came. But I can't, I, it's still my responsibility. It's not nobody else's. I can't blame them. I can't duck and dive and hide under. No. It's my responsibility. How can you run a company? How can you be blessed with financial security if you won't own your dog shit? If you won't fix the very things about you. That's why I said we be in that, money, in that poverty mind state. But we have to be willing to do the work to get out of it. To get out of it. 40 $50, oh, that's great. Oh, my God, no, I don't want that. I need consistent income. So why? So I can take care of these financial things so my grandchildren and the next grand- generations don't have to worry about a Telflo bag or worrying about how they look or where they ate at or, you know, what cities they, they went to go and visit. You know, the first financial and money decision I ever made, there was a, a chance for me to go somewhere. It wasn't a paying opportunity, but I knew I had to take care of my bills, right? Because you always got to take care of home, so I have to take care of my bills. And I remember everybody's like, oh, yeah, we going, we going. And I was like, I'm not. And they were like, why? I said, because I have to make money. I have to take care of my bills. I have to make sure my house is okay. Who wants to go somewhere just so you can be seen but come back and you ain't got no fucking lights? That's not a smart decision. Oh, but you get to see such and such. I'm not I don't give a fuck about gossip. I don't care about what someone says or do. How is that helping me? Now, the choice is, I can go over here and hang out with y'all, come back home work twice as hard, pay my light bill, try to get my house back in order, clean up, wash my clothes and do all of that. Or because I want to be seen? That don't make no sense. So I didn't go. I made sure my light bill was taken care of, my clothes was washed, my house was in order. And I was at peace. Everybody that went, they came back. Oh, I shouldn't have went. Now I got a girl. Can you loan me? No. No. That was your financial decision? Great. I appreciate that. But it was yours, not mine. I stayed home. I made sure everything was taken care of. And I wound up having a little bit of extra money to put in the pumpkin. That's it. That's all. So that was the first adult financial decision that I made that sat well that now I understand it made sense we do things because of like love and want to be seen and then we come home and be miserable I don't like because I used to this used to be me I don't know about y'all when you go on a vacation you got to come back and go on a vacation from going on a vacation Where I would go, I'll never forget, we went to the Bahamas. We went, I had to come back, work twice as hard, scramble up money to pay the light bill and all of that. And I was so stressed out that I didn't even enjoy the trip because I was spending money I knew I couldn't afford to spend. I had to borrow money and all of that. Just so I could say I went to the Bahamas. And I made a pact, God bless his dad, me and Ozzy made a pact that we would never travel like that again. Because that was horrendous. It was horrible. It was embarrassing. It was stupid. So when I go to places now, I always tell everybody, don't talk to me for a week. Because I need to get my home in order. So when I come home, I want to relax. Right? And enjoy and the memories and all of that. But I want to come home to a clean house. I don't go food shopping if I'm going longer than three days because for what? So I don't go food shopping. So when I come home, my refrigerator and everything is clean. My house is clean. My clothes is clean. My pajamas is on my bed. So when I come home, I take out a leg I take out rosemary. I set them up and I look, see what I need. I usually make a list before I disappear and I go to the supermarket, get all of that. Then I come back and I relax. I don't because everything is paid for. All my light bill, everything until the next month. So I'm good. I don't like going somewhere. Coming back, I got to clean my house. I got to pay the bill. I got to stress about some shit. Got to borrow some money. Then why the fuck did I go if I wasn't financially, mentally, physically ready to go? I don't need to be at every event. I need to make sure I'm financially stable. I don't need to get on TV or get on Facebook or Instagram or anything to try to make you believe, oh, I got it all together. No, I'm a work in fucking progress. I wasn't raised, my mother and them didn't raise us with financial independence. They raised us to spend the money the day you got it. Spend it because you can't take it with you. That was the mentality. My mother and them didn't, didn't have insurance. They didn't have all that. My father got insurance because I told him, I ain't got no money to bury you. So that's why he had insurance. And I, I, we, they didn't teach us. How to manage money. They taught us how to spend it. How to front in front of people. My mother had a $5,000 fucking chandelier in her living room. And most of the time, we didn't have lights. But you came to see this $5,000 chandelier in her house. My mother and them were financially ignorant. I I can say that. They were. They were financially ignorant. No shade. They didn't set us up to say, hey, this is how you say you worked, you spent your money, and you showboat in front of everybody. That was the mentality. Money was you better spend it now because that's the only way you're going to get some, some money. You got to spend it all. Not investing. They ain't know nothing about that. Not, you know, and you didn't talk about money. Uh-uh, you don't talk about people's money. Why? Uh-uh, uh-uh, they just want to know what I got. You don't even know what you got. My mother and them didn't have, my father later on down the line had a bank account. My mother ain't had no bank account. Like she didn't, cause they didn't, they didn't understand that. To them money was foreign. You get it, you get it. You hustle, you know, you make sure you got something to eat and hope that your bill is paid. But if you want that dress, go get the dress, fuck those light bills. Like there was no responsibility when it came to that. So my, my relationship with money wasn't was horrible it was horrific it was horrible horrible so in my mind it was I was scared to spend money oh no I can't no to spend on myself no no and then they gave you that beautiful speech growing up help someone else be a blessing to someone else and you'll be blessed so I gotta ignore my shit live in the dark because that's, that's what they raise. You take care of the pastor in the church. But you live in the dark. You walking in the rain. Your kids, you begging. You on the fucking uh, soup kitchen line begging for food while the pastor and everybody else is living beautiful. And they watching you live like a fucking squalor. No, 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 no. When you're at the bottom, you learn life lessons, but you also get to see it. And that's why I say shadow work allows you to see why, why, why am I so triggered? Because I would, I would get triggered and be like, well, I'm asking you for my fucking money. Like, you know what you owe me, but I understand now. And then y'all can say, oh, well, that's common. No, that's not common. That's owning up to how you were raised. And seeing your relationship with money and financial. And then wondering. I don't give a fuck how many spells you put out there. Oh I manifested millions of dollars. God ain't stupid. God <laughs> is not stupid. You can't even maintain $40. You can't even keep a cell phone on. you. I'm calling you through Facebook. Because you don't have a phone. And you think you're going to be blessed with millions for what? You can't even maintain the things you have. You can't. I look at people and say, "Hey, you got a, a um a bank account?" No, I got cash app. So you don't have a bank account? Mm-mm. mm-mm. So you, you 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 don't have a bank account? No. Okay. All right. Do you want one? No, cuz see, uh uh, cuz see, you know, cuz no, uh-uh. That's just what they say. And then you say, "Hey, you you know, you how, how are you with insurance? You're learning? You're learning about insurance? No, I can't afford insurance. So something happens. You know, you have long-term, you got short-term, you got, you know, it's different insurances out there. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. But you saw that new bag that came out? Fuck the bag. Would you die? We going to put you in the bag? Like, come on. Financial literacy is everything. Shout out to Right Hand. Right Hand once took me to this, you know, banks now offer classes on financial literacy and Google. I mean, it's so many ways for you to learn. But we don't want to take that up because we don't want people in our business because we have this persona we need to keep up to say, oh, I don't have it, so, uh uh-uh, I can't let people know I don't have it. No, because they want an image to maintain. I don't have an image to maintain. I don't. I'm 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 sharing my healing process. I'm 50 something years old. I, this is shit I should have learned when I was fucking 16. But my family and my mother and them didn't have that capacity. They didn't. They don't. They don't. They you listen, they'll tell you, and I, I never forget. Me, my brother and my cousin we was on the ass. Right it was on Jamaica Avenue. I go to Jamaica Avenue and shop there for a few things, right? Not for everything, for a few things. right? And I also support black businesses that are up there. So we were my cousin wanted to get some sneakers, and my brother was, you know trying to get him an outfit or whatever. and he was like, "Yeah, you know, because I just brought um, these Olympian sneakers. Now, I'm like, Olympian? Who the fuck wear Olympian? You know, the champion sneakers. I was like, I don't wear those. (laughs) Like, okay. I wear five fingers, right? Five toe fingers. I wear those. That's what I wear. European sneakers. I love them. They're great for my back. And I appreciate them, right? So, and I also research the shit I buy, right? Because I want to know where my dollars are going. And is it worth it? So... We are, like I said, we are we are on the app, and my cousin's like, yeah, cause you know, uh in Texas, I always had the best of everything. So I said, okay, right? So I'm I'm never in competition with anyone, right? Though when people start bragging about the shit they have, I always say they don't have anything, cause why are you convincing me? So okay, I want to see your portfolio. I I don't give a fuck what you got on your feet so you know and that will go over some people's heads and it's okay catch up so we're there and he's like yeah you know because i got a hundred dollars now listen to this conversation he said i got a hundred dollars to last me for two weeks and because i got to find a job i got to go back and forth and find a job i said oh, okay okay so I said, well, you know, make it do, you know, get you a card, and, uh, you know, only go to those interviews, line up some interviews that you know is solid, you know, and, and live in the library. This dude goes and buys a pair of sneakers for $60, right? And I'm like, so when he comes to me, I want y'all to listen to this story right so once again he comes to me and he goes yeah because you know you're gonna buy me something to eat i said well i'm buying you something to eat. he was like yeah because you know i brought these sneakers you know they're sixty dollars and um you know i needed them i said you didn't have no sneakers No, i got sneakers but you know when i be going out with your brother so now i'm looking at him and we're in the hotel and i'm like so you had a hundred dollars the last year for two weeks which in New York wasn't going to be possible, but hey, it is what it is. And instead of you finding a job, you went out and brought some sneakers and that you didn't need, and now you're hungry, and make it make sense to me. Oh, but, you know, because nobody don't got these. I said, you're right. Shit, you could have went into uh, Saberless and got a pair of fucking $16 sneakers, because that's what those are. What, what? Yo, in, in Texas, these shits is... So then he asks. And like I said, I don't brag. I'm not that person. I'm not. I, I don't. I'm giving you the full story, right? He goes, well, what's your sneakers? I said, oh, these are five fingers. He was like, how much are those? I said, 250 250 Oh, you rich, rich. No, I'm not. I said, no, I'm not. I said, now, online, they're 250 I brought them for You didn't ask me how much. I paid 150 we shipping and handling, the whole thing came out to 150. Oh, oh, I, I, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't like those, but, you know. Uh, I said, but I only need three pair. One for the summer, which the material's thinner. The fall, which the soles start getting thinner. And the winter, which the soles are really thick. And they're hot top. So all I need. So I'm good. For about a good two or three years. And if they rip or any tear, I can send it back and get a replacement pair. Free of charge. Can you do that with those? No. Okay then. So, he's like, damn, I don't know what I'm going to do um, because I brought these sneakers. Take them back. Because you don't really need them. Nah, we don't take things back. Why? You don't need it. So, he kept the sneakers, right? But then he started asking everybody else for money and i said you can help me you know put all this stuff in the truck and you know pack all this stuff up and i'll pay you but i'm not just giving you money no oh you can't lend me money why you don't have a job are you you how you gonna pay me back ah oh, man ah oh, man so he wound up borrowing from my sister-in-law from my brother from whoever else you know and i had to look And Like I said, there's a reason why I'm telling you this. I had to look because at one time I was my cousin I worried about what went on my feet. I worried about looking good instead of making financial decisions I worried about you know, um having an image to portray. I would borrow from people and with you know hoping that they don't ask for it back right away or they don't need it because I don't know how to financially be financially responsible and so now it crossed over as you continually doing it you're not learning anything and now you're an adult and now you become angry you know and even though that post is funny as shit but it's real. You Your money don't get a smell or it don't become ugly until it's time for you to ask it back. Then you go, hey, you still got that. T- yeah, hey, take your little stanky $20. It wasn't stinking when you asked for it. So people get in their feelings and then they start blocking you. Listen, I had a sister block me. Block me. Block me. I did a favor for her and return. I said, just, you know, send me a sizable donation. And, you know, we can call it even. She blocked me. And then she made all these posts. Oh, motherfuckers must be starving. They claim they got all these followers. But why they want my money? Then why you wanted my service? Then I had this one sister that will always get a reading, right? And after she get the reading, after she get the sad result... She'll hit up PayPal and say that she didn't get the service and they'll refund her money. Oh, we got scammers in the world. Don't get it twisted. And I was like, wait a minute. Why? But then I had to look at myself. I had to look at my actions. I had to look at my shit and say, that's me. The universe is showing me. Yeah, that mirror was foggy, it was dirty, I got in my feelings, I was so angry with myself that I had to clean my mirror. I had to learn to clean my mirror. I can't sit here and tell y'all, hey, you know, spirituality is this, this, and this, and we not being responsible of our own self. Whether you work or not, and I had some good ass fucking jobs, I was a caseworker for 15 years, I did my thing. But financially, I was a fucking idiot. Why do I need to rob Peter to pay Paul? Because no one taught me. No one taught me about financial freedom. No one taught me about that. And majority of us, parents, didn't know because no one didn't teach them. Now, if they did teach you, God bless you, share your secrets, share your help, help someone else, and don't let them become in financial ruin. We all quick to start our business, LLCs and all of that, but we don't even know how to maintain anything that we have. Upkeeps. Majority of people, like I said, don't know anything about insurance. They don't know anything about none of that. The first thing when a black person died, the first thing you said, I hope they got insurance because I ain't doing no GoFundMe. I remember when my aunt died. That was the first thing. Oh, oh how are we going to get together? I said, Pat had insurance? And my brother said, "Yes, yeah, she did. She had two policies, where well, she didn't want she didn't want them to fret over her." Now my cousin, he took whatever was left and skipped and didn't get a, his family shit and paid it on his girl to get a butt lift. Ain't that some shit? But hey, she got she got done up nicely. She did. And it's sad because people are quick. I want my money. You know, when somebody died and they know you got insurance. Well, what I'm getting, I want my money. Damn, can you get the person in the ground first? But they want you to be respectful of their time and their money. And when you look at their lives, they don't even do the same. I can't tell you to do A, B, and C if I'm not doing it. So I'm letting you know as of today, I am working on that. I give myself until April of 2023 to give you an update of, yeah, these people, they got paid. They, they got their shit. Because they did look out for me. And we can't think that we're going to progress and move forward in spiritual as well as in our life and well as making an impact on people if we can't do the very thing that we teach for ourselves. I can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say, well, I'm doing A, B, and C when I'm not doing said service for my own fucking self. It's enough hypocrite scam artists and all of that. And shadow work, I'm telling y'all, that shit is not meant for the fucking week. Now, you can say whatever you want. Oh, if I bail, you must going to be doing a class or whatever later on down the line. But I'm healing first. And I'm giving you access so you can see it's not always pretty. And guess what? You can talk about me from now until the day is fucking long. But pray for me as well. Because this takes strength. This takes courage. This takes discipline. Even in the healing process. Because we're healing every moment. Every molecule in our body. And still dealing with life. Oh, I remember somebody had wrote one time. Oh, I don't fuck with nobody if they finances ain't together. yours together no so then hello won't y'all just learn together and figure it out no because how you gonna tell me about prosperity if you not this is how i can tell you because i'm going through it to correct it and any tool that i gave you i'm using on me first and it's working you see the progress it's working hi I believe in showing and seeing the end result. It's working. Hi. But I can't tell you what's working if you don't know the problems where it has to be fixed. Financially, I was an idiot. I didn't know how. And the first thing people will run to, somebody doing voodoo, somebody doing... Somebody doing no. You're not doing what the work is required. You have to make sure you heal everything. You are a complete human being, so everything about you have to be healed. Nobody should have to hit you up and say, hey, you got this, or you get mad and angry because someone gave you a service, and the service was A-par, and pay your common debt. Or keep on repeating the same cycle. My mother and them kept on repeating it. When they say bringing generational curses, that's one of them. Financial literacy is definitely the top three. And we want to sit back and it's so easy to blame somebody else. Oh, well, she looked at me. She hated me. It's my baby ex-mama. It's my family. No, it's you. It's you. Everything starts and begins with you. You got to allow it to come in, you got to allow it to manifest, you got to allow it to happen, all of it. It starts with you. If you don't want it, then don't sign up for it. If you know you're not able to do it, then don't. Do some research. Don't just sign up because it's a cute challenge or everyone's doing it. No, I don't give a fuck about the masses because when the info all off, they're a bunch of asses. I have to first see if it works for me. I have to see, am I capable of doing this? Am I mentally ready? Am I prepared for this? Is this something that I can see myself? What's the growth? How am I going to be as a person? How is this going to benefit me and the next generations to come? I don't just think about me, but I am first. How is this going to impact my life? How am I going to be able to move forward from this? I love speaking to people. I love talking. I love making sure that I get the right and proper information. I love when those people sit and play the devil's advocate. I love it. Oh, well, let me do this. What about this? That's cool. How is it working for you? Huh? I I didn't do it yet. So how do you try on shoes that's not even for you? How are you in this lane? When you're not even ready yet. But it's okay. At least you get a glimpse. Now, going back over there, when you're ready, at least you know you get a glimpse of what's to come. But not all of us want to be there because we still want to live on those $40 dreams. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm going to keep saying that. I don't give a fuck if I'm 90. I'm not a $40 fucking bitch. I'm not. I wasn't built for that. I wasn't. I'm going to keep hitting the grind, keep going through the mold, keep doing it. Why? I may not reap the benefits. I may not. But I'm paving the way that everybody else that comes after me, they will reap it. So I understand that. I'm grateful. I don't I. I don't know personally, personally. I don't know anyone personally that get paid on Facebook from posting. But I put up mine. So now you can say, hey, I know Ifar Bayo. she get paid to post. I don't know anyone personally. i seen them, but I don't know them where I done slept in their house. We done had conversations. We done argued anything. I don't know nobody like that. But I know me because you know why? When I saw those people do it, I said, oh, it's not impossible. I can do it. And I kept doing it, even though people were disrespecting me, even though people were coming at me, even though people were saying, yo, bitch, you stupid. I did it. I did it. And it's done. So now you can say, yo, she did it. So I know that you can get paid off of Facebook. I know you can get paid off of TikTok. Is it a lot? No. But it's an income that's coming in. And that saying is true. If you don't work, you don't get paid. If I don't post, I don't get paid. So I get up early in the morning. I get it going. I know. I don't know people that got paid off a of podcast, But you know me. So I, I make sure my podcast is up. I don't have thousands of followers. But I see the growth. I see the growth. So, no, I started on YouTube. Okay, not consistent like I should be, but I'm consistent. But I see the growth from 380 to 900. Yeah, I see the growth. So I know when you put your grind in, I may not reap all the benefits that I done put out there. or see all of the, the growth of. But those that come after me, they get to share in it. They get to see it. And that's okay with me. That's okay with me. I may not get a ticket take parade or people may not shout me out when I go. But I know the work I did and the grind I put in to make sure that you can have what you got and can do it. And say, yo, no, I know somebody that did it. Like, I know them. Instead of watching a... Oh, no, I only seen them on Facebook. No, I know her. And it works for me the same way it works for you. But don't stay stuck in a karmic financial debt. If you owe pay, make amends, come with an agreement. If that's the number that you came up with, pay them. Keep that communication. Don't dog them out because they didn't do that to you. Don't get angry. They helped you. They were the blessing to get you to where you needed to go. So pay it up. I am. And I'm free to say I'm forever fucking grateful to own my shit and walk in my truth. Because it's amazing. Each and every day I sit up. I was sitting there talking to my son. I said, you know, we we were taught to be ashamed of the blessings that we have. I'm not ashamed. I'm not. I'm grateful. Each and every goddamn day I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the good, the bad, and the indifferent. And to say, I can sit here and say these things and make a change and learn. And when you know better, you do better. And it's an amazing feeling. It's different. That's why I said the wealthy people that's financially free, their conversations, their language, their words is different. And you got to learn it. And the first thing is accountability. That's the first thing to financial freedom, accountability, acknowledgement, discipline. Cause we get that. And we don't, we, we don't have do-overs. We have corrections, just corrections. I don't need to go back to the drawing board. Correct what I've messed up and let's move forward. I love y'all, I appreciate y'all. And if this helped you, great. Learn, because when you know better, you do better. And the blessings are limitless when you do this. Because now you can sit and walk and talk in your truth. I love you all. I appreciate you all. Know that this is Bobby Ann's baby girl saying, let's do better. And thank you for being a part of the Back Porch Conjure. I hope that it touches and helps so many. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you.